Hello everyone, welcome to the AfriTalk podcast where we come together to discover ourselves through our heritage and sharing our experiences in the diaspora. I am your host, Jackie. Hello, brothers and sisters. Once again, welcome to the AfriTalk podcast. I hope you all have been doing well and I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. I got so many positive feedback from lots of you and really thank you so much for sticking around. And today, in this week's episode, we are continuing with the part two of last week's discussion. <laughs> if you can remember last week, we discussed about, you know, the difference between you know us and the older generation when it comes to like finance business ideas and you know things like that and this week we are continuing again with Nyameche we are continuing the discussion and we'll be talking about our culture um, and language and things like that we're going to go very very broad so stick around and share this with everyone that you know and Nyameche <laughs> last week dear anyways continuing from last week now, speaking about parents and things like that, I want us to move to culture and language. For me, me, I was born in my Ghana. So me, I was privileged to at least speak. I speak tree, I speak L and I speak Ga. Ah, the only thing I want to learn is maybe Fante small and Hausa. Oh, the day I can speak Hausa. Oh, anyways, people that are here, I know people who were born here, they are even older than me. They can't even say, hello, my name is X, Y, Z in their native language. What do you think went wrong? I think let me start with the story. Yeah, we are, we are um, listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghanaians, Africans, mm. we learn first when it comes to languages. A lot of people don't know, but we hey, learn first. Are you first. sure? Yeah, I, I mean, like, when, when it comes to languages, if we are really interested in learning the language, we will, we will learn first because you speak Dutch, right? Mm. Okay, you didn't, you were not born here. But I you was speak not Dutch. born, no, but I learned, I tried. Okay. How did you learn it? Ah. Did you learn it by heart? I went to right. Suku, I went to language exactly. Suku. Exactly, and you learned. So it's not magical that you speak the mm. language. What disturbs me a lot is this, that our mothers, they came here, and, and the fathers, they came here, and they were working hard, so they didn't have the, the time to go to school and learn the language. Yeah, yeah, which is understandable. But then, mm-hmm. Yeah, but then they give birth to us and they say, go to school, learn the language. Um, but they don't speak, they want you to speak the, the white man's language. Let me put it this mm-hmm. way. Yeah, some parents, I remember when I was young and I came here, some parents, they were like, my, my mom, when my mom was speaking um, tree to me, my parents were like, ah, now, baby, they had it now in a country. Why don't you speak Dutch with him so that he will learn the language? Mm. You know, to me, that time, it sounded good, like, yeah, don't, don't speak tree with me. I don't need it. <laughs> you don't need but it. But you need, that's what I was, I was thinking, but you need your language. The, your downfall, eh? if people want your downfall, they take your language away. That's number one. They change your name. That's number two. That's why I said I want to tell you a story. There, are, uh, there was, um, let's, let's go back to uh, history. I'm, going to, I'm just taking you back to history for two mm. minutes. When the white man came to Africa, to Ghana. Let's, let me take Ghana. Mm. When they landed on the shores, they were greeted by women, four women, at the shores of Elmina, four women. One was called Araba. Araba was a wife to a chief in the village. So Araba took the white man to the chief to greet them, not knowing that the white man was in love with Araba. So what did he do? 
he gave Araba a lot of gifts to the chiefs and the chief became his friend. But the idea behind this story is that when the white man saw that the chief was the husband of Araba, he went back to his country, got a lot of gifts, came back to the chief and gave him more gifts, enabled to destroy this chief's mind and get Araba. Araba Lovely. was taken all the way from the shores of Accra to Portugal. That's why a lot of women, no, she was stolen. That's why, that's why I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. They, they, take, they take away your language. They take away your name. So they took Araba by giving them the, the chief wine and, you know, alcohol beverages. He fall asleep and Araba was, was taken. And the chief just allowed her to go like that. Wow, wow, exactly. wow. Araba was taken without the knowledge of oh. the chief. Now the chief woke up. Araba never returned, by the way. So let, let's put oh, that aside. Araba. The captain uh, of the Araba. ship. I know the white people will not tell you, but the captain of the ship, his son was in love with Araba. Araba was raped by the captain. Araba was raped by the captain in the ship before she got on the shore. When she got on the shore, they changed her name from Araba to Gifty. Change her name. Wait, oh, so father and son were in love with Alaba. Exactly. She was very beautiful. This is where the war in Ghana or our hate towards white people started. Yeah. So you can, in, in, this, in this era that we live in, a lot of girls are called Araba because she was lost, the lost girl. She was lost. She, they never found her. They never oh. knew where she was. We were, we were lost. We lost somebody who was very generous, somebody who was very kind, somebody who was there to help everybody. We Wait, so is this story on Google, on Wikipedia, anywhere? You won't, find, you won't find this story on Google because me, I got all these stories from my grandmother and his, and his grandmother and grand, like I will later on, I will come online and explain. I really wish that a lot of people would tell yes, this story. Yes, please. Because yes, because I'd never knew about, I'd, I never knew, I'd never heard of it. So if maybe like, if you know where we can get more information about this, I'll, like, like I'll facts or maybe written somewhere, please yeah, let us the white know. Man, the, the white man will never write stories about him being a bad person. That's why I am here to tell you right now this story. Wow. So oh, uh, if you don't know if you don't know your language you know the main the main reason why from americans they get sad when they get to the shores of africa is because there is a spirit that gets inside them and that spirit makes them cry is the spirit of araba and all these people that were taken mm -hmm. away the spirit is not gone it's still there it's waiting for the judgment day once we africans once we Ghanaians, we don't embrace our language i don't care but I need to be myself. I need to be a Ghanaian. I need to be able to speak tree. Others here, ah, people can understand, say, okay, uh, he's speaking tree, but he can also speak English. So a language is very important. We have been here, I have been here, and so a white man going to our country, oh, he's endorsed, he come online, they are showing him everywhere on television. Wow. Do they do that here? They don't even care about you. I remember going to Turkey and you will laugh. I went, I went to Turkey. I don't speak their language. So I was there at the McDonald's. You were speaking Chui, one of Ghanaian, the Ghanaian languages. Wow. Sure. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't want to speak English because they were speaking their language. Ah. And if you started speaking Chui, if you started speaking Chui, they appreciated you more. They will be asking you, uh, what kind of language is that? And then I told them, say, Mifri Ghana. I said, ah, Ghana. They know what Ghana means. Every Arab, mm. every the whole nation, everybody know what Ghana means. That's why Ghana, we, we, we have lost our identity. Seriously. Don't lose your language. If you were born here, strive to learn Chi or Ga or Ewe or all of them. Try to learn it because that's your identity. 
we don't write key anymore. We don't have our history anymore. We don't even have photographers that put all these stories align. I'm so grateful that my grandmother and his and her grandmother could tell stories that are, now I can also tell stories. There was some time ago I was talking about the tribes. People like this so much, but I stopped. The reason why is because I want you to go and Google and search for, for yourself. yourself. But Google don't have yeah. all the answers. Google don't have all the answers. There are stories that we have left behind because we don't go close to our grandmothers and grandfathers. Else they would have told us more about the war, what happened, how they captured Nanaya Santua, what she said, how she, how she uh, gathered women, 70 women, how she stormed into the castle, how she even got inside the castle, how the Lord, the men in the castle, danced for them. I have goosebumps all over my body. These were the first <laughs> heroes. These, these were the first heroes of Africa. These were the first, not, no, not, not even the first, like the first major uh, people that could stand against white supremacy. Before them, there was Amina. Amina was a warrior somewhere in Zambia. Nobody have heard of them. But these stories are there. Women were our major... Uh, how do you call it, protectors in our kingdoms. But wow. now, what are women? We do, they don't learn their language. They come online, call themselves hoes and bitches. So, <laughs> but okay, do? love. But what do you think that we can do now to like learn our language? Because some of us, well, for me, as I said, I was privileged to learn my language because I was born in Ghana. But people that are that were born here and never gotten the opportunity to learn the language and speak their, their mother language, what do, should they do to like learn? Because yeah. I mean, should they just pack their things, go back to their their home countries and just, you know, start all over? Or what can they do? We don't have schools, unfortunately, to, to I don't know if you have it in Holland, but we don't have schools. Ah, uh, where? I don't know. If there is, please, people, let us know. Share it with me in the DM so that I can also share it on this platform so people can really get informed, yeah. please. We don't have um, schools here where they teach three or all these languages in, in from from Ghana. We need it. If you come to if you come to Belgium in Antwerp, they have a Jewish school where the Jewish children learn Jewish before learning other or Jew like they learn their Hebrew language or they write they learn to write their own language before learning even French or Dutch or German or any other language. That's what they learn first because they know that. If the child understands their own language, the child will never snitch. The child will never be against his own people because he understands the language. We have taken the white man's language. Uh, if you really want to learn and you don't uh, get close to people that speak the language, if you know your language, you understand your name. You understand where you were born. You understand the day you were born. You understand who you are. From the day a person is born in Africa, you will know what kind of person the person is. You will know, say, ah, this person, I can't joke with him. I should be careful. The name given to a child in the dialect or in, 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 in his tribal name, you will know where the person is from. What use do you have? What value and kasa do you have? You don't, wow. you don't exist. And have you seen like, I don't know how it is in Belgium, but here in the Netherlands, whilst I was growing up, I had like some Moroccan friends that even as young as they were, they could speak their language even better than I could even speak my own our language. They, and they were the people who were always reading the letters to their parents. Like they were literally their parents' uh, uh, personal translators. They were their parents' translators. Like they speak spoke the language like you use yourself you'd be like wow i wish i could speak my language dito 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 like that but yeah at the, at the end of the day i feel like some people also what i heard from people like friends and stuff they also said that um some parents they 
of course, they didn't have the time and all that to teach their children their languages. But some of them also were like, ah, we are not in Ghana. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure my child will go one day and go and live in Ghana. So we are here. It's better for my child to learn the language that is being spo- uh, uh, spoken here and they might go far. Th- there were people who were also like that. Yeah, but that is not right. You know, well, let, me dive, let me dive in the Bible for a while. Joseph was sold into a different country, a different uh, ground. Yeah? Mm. Joseph, as we all know. And he kept his language because when his Joseph brother from came the Bible. To, to him, yes, he kept okay. his language because when his brothers came to him, he talked to them in private and he said, I'm your brother, Joseph. They directly knew from the language he spoke, from the words he spoke. Imagine that Joseph had forgotten his language and spoke, let's say, Egyptian language. They will never knew mm. that. It, they will never know this was him. You know, you can identify yourself by your language. Our parents, they came here. They have their purpose dying for you. You will die for your children. You will kill yourself for your children. Everybody will do that. I will do that. You will do that. We will die for our children. But we shouldn't take away their identity. If I say I am Nyamiche, I'm a Ghanaian, I have to be able to speak Cree or any other Ghanaian languages. Uh, a lot of languages though, but you need to speak some of them. You, you need to be able to identify yourself as a Ghanaian, not as a British, because uh, some people, <laughs> they go to UK for two days, and already have the accent in it, ah, in it, in it. In that it. is not right. <laughs> Look, let me give you a very good example because I'm a photographer. When they were shooting, um, how do you call it? Black Panther. Mm-hmm. They went to get soup. They went to get superstars from Nigeria for to to learn the accent of the black soil. People from Ghana just to learn our accent and the way we dress and, and clothe ourselves. The white man understand everything that is said in in the Wakanda movie, that Black Panther movie. The white man understands everything that is said there. But if you speak English and suddenly you change the dialect, they tell you, ah, break Netherlands, equal your behrep. Do you, do you see where it's coming from? It doesn't make sense. It does make sense. An mm. Indian, an India person will come and live here 40 years. He will still say, thank you very much. Have a nice day. Don't but make me laugh. A <laughs> I'm just trying to give you an example. A Ghanaian will go and live in the UK and he speak like a British. No difference. They they even speak better than the original people. It's like we need we want to no, we we want to be how do you call bearholden? That's how yeah, you say, say yeah. it. In, in, and it's not right. You cannot belong to a people or uh I'm not saying you shouldn't you can identify yourself with them, but you shouldn't be like them. We can live here in on a different soil and still be ourselves. There is no need to go and take somebody else's identity and neglect your own. Your if own. I go if I go yeah, to that's the most important, neglecting your own. Yeah, exactly. If I go to a, a, a f- weddings and somebody call me, oh, Nyamiche, I would like to speak to you. And I tell him, me didn't Nyamiche, but me in country in Papabiasa, because yeah, woman, oh, I mean, come on, how would you feel? Okay, so you're from Nyamiche, but in country. You don't speak yeah. tree, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Wow. It doesn't make sense. I'm not saying those that doesn't speak um, our language, they are bad people. Or no, they, we can learn. We can all learn. They, that's not what yeah. I'm saying. Exactly. But what I'm saying is at least at least try to speak your language. It gives you some comfortability. It helps you to, to, to in your spirit, it helps you like, ah, because once that you lose your language, you lose who you are. The white man, the, the blue man, the yellow man, the Chinese man, 
whatever, whatever can take you and use you and do whatever they want with you because then you 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 lose your your culture no somebody can take you on the streets and marry you without any marital rights they don't care they don't know you they, you don't know yourself mm. they don't know you you understand where i'm coming from you don't have anything else left okay so nameche you know um younger kids that are being born well the most newest generation after us right if we don't speak our language how are we able to teach them because if we are lost they will automatically they are lost yeah that's true you just said it all i don't i don't think i have i can add anything to it if we are already lost if you are lost uh, you can't find yourself anymore so they are they are just destroyed oh. they have just destroyed their <laughs> destroy us and we bombard them but then so that exactly. so then like like what we just said in a, a few minutes ago it's very important to learn your language and if you can't it's important to learn it via someone or school or people that are around you who speak the language so at least you know one or two and especially now that everybody's just going up and out to ghana to other parts of africa and all that going back to their you know to their homes like that you know i think we should take this opportunity to really get closer to like the locals so they can teach us you know like really deep you know not just this small small how are you i'm fine you know these small small it's saying yes and stuff like that so i think that's also something that might help or what do you think that will also help you know i didn't want to mention this but um even people from from let's say jamaica these people that were taken slaves uh, and taken back to those caribbean islands mm-hmm. in north america uh, they are still looking for where they come from they want to know where they belong oh. it is sad to see us those that survived and could run away from the guns and and and, and the rape and, and the murder and throwing overboard in the sea and the the massacre that the white man did to us uh not uniting and teaching them calling them back home this was the agenda of nana akufuado that he wants to call them back home and really let them feel at home that here is where you belong here is where you come and you see only black people in restaurants in hotels everywhere that was the feeling he wants to give them but the problem is the problem is we don't associate ourselves with them as our brothers and sisters they are our lost brothers and sisters like you were just talking about the kids exactly you were just talking about the kids our kids will be lost just like them just like them they will be lost they will not know where they come from because all they know all they know is the wow. white people's land. They don't know. They only go there for vacations. They, this, well, I remember when I went to, I went to with my parents to Ghana. My brothers were born here, by the way. I have two, I have three brothers and two sisters. And we went there and they, they said, they said the place like, wow, here is very nice. Wow. Why, why did you guys come to Europe? They were asking serious questions. Wow. They even cried that I don't want to go hey, back. Is that, is it Why that... can't we stay here? Because the life there was <laughs> wow. was 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 fun. Simple. You get out, you wow. get bread to eat. You get out, you get mice. You get out, you get granite. It doesn't cost much. They wake up every morning, dress up. Do you know how it feels when you come outside your door and somebody greets you and say, hey, at the saying, and you can actually respond, and I say, oh, Charlie, and that's why they also say that there's no depression in Africa because you're always 24-7, there's always someone around. Wow. Exactly. These people that I just talked about, people from Suriname, people from uh, Jamaica, people from the these Caribbean islands, Hawaii and all that, we need to really watch them well. We really have to look at them and see them as lost brothers and sisters and not as those black people. Because once we start looking at them as brothers and sisters, we will teach them where they come from. We will tell them this is where you come from. You don't know your roots. 
this is where we come from. Mm. You know, Suriname, nobody will tell you where the name come from, but they were afraid of whales. whales. That's why whales like Walvison, the route they passed through, they were wow. Suriname. Surinam. That's where the name comes from. Are you kidding? No, so wait. Surinam is uh it's chewy and it means be afraid of meat. They were afraid of meat, like fish. So Surinam, Surinam. Hey, what a revelation. That's where your name comes from. A lot of people don't know. What a revelation. Jamaicans, their real origin. They were thinking, ah. It became Jamaica. You don't say Jamaica. You say Jamaica. That's where it's coming. Wait, oh, Jamaica. Wait, Jamaica means. No, no, no. Jamaica. That's how it comes from. And but what's the meaning of Jamaica? It's a, it's a, how do you call it? Fancy for. I really think we are stuck. I really think we are stuck. We are stuck. We can't go anywhere. Wow. The story I just told you, the story I just told you about Araba. Araba is roots. All the rest of his of his family members, all of them were, were captured to Jamaica. And so if you go to Jamaica right now, there is a lady called Araba that sells fish. And her daughter is also called Araba. The name just continued because they are giving it, they are passing it through so that wow. that's, that spirit will not hunt them. <sighs> Africans, we need to go back to our history. That's why sometimes me, I don't, I don't like um, discrimination. But where can we find this history? Because not everything you won't find. Not everything it. is on Google. That is a problem. If you go to Elmina Castle, they will tell you all these stories. They will tell you where you come from. They will tell you where some some songs that you used to sing mm. that you shouldn't be singing. They will tell you stop singing it. If you go to Elmina Castle next to it, they have a church. If you go to the church, it is written there, the black man was the only savior. And do not let the black man know that he was our savior. It is there. So if you don't know, if you this don't is know, very deep, low. I think we should we should make a whole new podcast, like a whole new episode about this, because this is very deep. Low. I think we will have to, because yeah, if you don't know your 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 background, if you don't know your language, if you don't know where you come you from, are you lost. are lost. I mean, we start with our names, our names only. If you are Kwame, you know where you were born. Nobody has to come and tell you the, your date of birth. Because if we, if the white man knew this story, this year, this, this what I just said, he will ask you what's your date of birth. And who can be dear? Now, Kase, it was 12 March 1994. <laughs> he will calculate it and ask your name. What is your name? With a Kweku. Meantime, so that date you gave was a Sunday. That's a Sunday. They can, so they can back. catch you. <laughs> what a tactic. <laughs> But they don't have it. They don't know it. They don't know our background. They don't know that our language goes so deep. So language is very important. All these things that I just what said. What about culture-wise, though? Culture. But I think that culture, like, in a way, we are, like, the youth, as I guess, young uh, African adults in the diaspora. I think with our culture, we sort of, like, know a bit more. Like we're really trying, especially now with the weddings, parties and things like that. You see more of culture and things. So I, I think with culture wise, we are not really, really lost. Anna. Mm, mm, we are very lost. Oh, <laughs> Mitchell, know, why, know, why are you doing this to us? I, why? I'm very sorry, <laughs> but we know that we know our culture by the clothes we wear. You mean the kentes and all these colorful mm-hmm. laces mm-hmm. and all that? Exactly. Hmm, let me we just know, keep quiet. When, when it comes <laughs> to the culture, yeah, we, we know the culture by what we wear. You go, because if you if you are wearing kente, ah, everybody knows you are from West Africa, you are from Ghana. Either you're from Ghana, from Togo, or from Ivory Coast, or even Senegal, and maybe Benin and Nigeria. Huh? Somewhere, somewhere from that part that is where you come from. If you wear silk, 
they know you are from the northern parts. Let's say, let's go to like mm-hmm. Morocco and all that. If you wear this kind of silk mixed with cotton, then you are from Ethiopia. Yeah. And if you wear really fair, fair, like more skin, any more skin, then you are the South Africans, mm-hmm. the Zulus. Yeah. yeah. That's where you come from. And the Angolians and uh, people from Angola and, and people from uh, the Zambia, they are the ones that were really hunters. They hunt and, and get animals and all that. Okay. So that is it. But, you know, we are lost in culture. To the, to the, to the fact that uh, as a woman, if you're about to get married, you have to get to know your, your, your mother-in-law very uh, well. But we know our mother-in-laws, the, we no, that they, we are in relationships or serious, no, no, serious relationships or, mar- or married. We know them. Or... Yeah, knowing, but knowing them in the terms of culture that you invite her over give her a list to tell or give her a paper to write on the list what he used to feed his son that he has ah, become ah, this one yes. ah, the, we are no more like it's not like those days that you know ah, you are not caught this time you caught something you can be caught for 20 years before you even get married you know the example sometimes even living together with the man the man will tell you everything he he likes or you like or no, whatever and then you, you get to know each other and nobody needs to are, tell you any there are, there are some secrets that i need to tell you Oh, was a black man. Yeah. Samson was a black man and he had a rasta hair, like dreadlocks. Yeah. Only his mother knew that scissors and there are no, nobody's supposed to cut his hair. Only his mother knew because he was, she was foretold that if you, the day you cut his hair, he will lose his power. Yeah. Aside his, his mother, his wife knew. Why did mm. his wife know? Because she was close to the mother-in-law. So the mother told her don't do this once you are marrying to a man you are taking care of him whatever ah, he eats wait oh is it wasn't it wasn't it delilah that that, that got to know and she snatched samson no samson has a, had a wife he was eh. he was cheating he was somewhere enjoying himself in a brothel uh, in, in a prostitute booth let me put it that way and that is where mm-hmm. he got lord into those kind of things. I'm just giving them as an example. And then we have example. to go and read our Bibles again. Yeah, I think, I think we'll have to read it. <laughs> but that is where it comes from. We as Africans, we knew the laws, we knew the regulations, we knew what a mother-in-law could be and a father-in-law because that one, I will come back to it too. Uh, before you take somebody's daughter, Masa, you need to be, you need to be wise. You need to be really good in your shoes because it's, it's something, somebody's job, life job that you are continuing. I'll come back there, but I think that will be a different topic. So culture is lost because we don't value it. We don't know how to get married anymore. We don't marry according to the, the protocols uh, our culture gives us. Now everything is biblical. Everything is church. Everything is, that is not We good. will come on that. We will come on that. But one, one thing I want to ask, one thing that I want to say, because some of us, and like, especially this generation and stuff, some mother-in-laws too, they, too, they, they, they don't want to move away and give way so that their sons will you know, live in peace with their, with their wives so how can their wife go and, go and say mama-in-law, please eh, eh, have pen and paper, please eh, eh, teach me ABC ah, hey, before, do you want to kill us? <laughs> before, before a mother-in-law take you in as a daughter-in-law she don't have to, a mother-in-law don't have to uh, accept you as a daughter-in-law ah. it is not Listen, it is not her duty to accept you. It is the man's duty to make his mind and tell, okay. tell my mother. Okay, that one I agree. Mm. Mom, this is the woman I want to spend my life with. And you 
have to do as a woman. I'm talking to women right now. I hope they listen. You have to do all your best mm. to be the best wife to your husband, not the mother-in-law. There's not the insiyanemu. So then, in a situation, in a situation like that, how can you go and call your mother-in-law like, oh, please give me, give me all the you list you of whatever you my husband like her. You Don't have to call her. And but maybe that's how it started. Whereby now nowadays maybe we don't know that back then you know you have to actually go to your mother. Yeah, because maybe is, some other in laws were mean. So that's yeah, why maybe exactly. that that, that is, knowledge was lost. That is where I'm coming to. Mm. Our mothers nowadays, the mothers from now, your mother, my mother, they don't know culture anymore. They don't know what we used to do back in the days. First, you know. Uh, I'm so speaking to you. See, I'm getting back to my culture. Mm, and I this one is a whole Africa, not only Ghana. <laughs> yeah, before, eh, if you are a girl and you had your menses, they will bring you to a infi- the king, king's palace. Near yeah, near Gubra. Do you know what it the is? The Gubra, whatever, is like, like they're sort they of like for you. welcoming you into yeah, womanhood like, or to like prepare they you, prepare right? You. Oh, guys, I, I spoke about that on my on my last episode. Please check it out. It's called Welcome to Womanhood, episode seven. So check it out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you know how how many women that will be there? The kings, the, the mother, the queen mother will be there. Your own mother will be there. Your grandmother will be there. All the guys that are in the village or in the place that are wanting you as a wife, their mothers will be there. All the women were united and as one. No one hated anyone. There was no competition. There was nothing like that. There was nothing like competition between women in Africa ever. Not between mother-in-laws, not between uh, uh, daughter-in-laws. The time that this came to pass was when we took over, the, the mother-in-laws took over the decision of who the, the son should marry. That's where it came from. There were some time the mother-in-laws say, uh, 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 get with your man on worry. And I say, your man on worry. You can't marry, you can't marry you can't from marry. this. Ah. Yeah. And that's where it started from. Because imagine you are going to a certain house. You are so happy. You want to be with the man. And then the mother-in-law say, no, I'm not going to. You will start developing hate for your mother-in-law. You will, not ask, you will not ask why she don't like you. You will not want to know. But that is women nature. Instead of you finding out what is wrong, you guys develop. We thank you. <laughs> no, but that is, that is where it starts from. And that is where everything goes missing. That's why I say we have lost our culture in this matter that we don't practice the culture anymore. We don't understand culture. Culture should be uniting people. This is how far our culture is being overtaken by religion. And now we don't even practice our culture anymore. If you tell a Ghanaian, oh, uh, let's, let's eat fish alone. Okay, who did think about? Back in the days, we used to only eat fish on Fridays. And that's why the white man also took over. Funny, yeah? Um, hmm. you see, I'm even lost. You see, I'm even lost for words. This thing is deep. This thing is really deep. I think like there should really be like, I don't know, a, a library or like something that we can all go and find out about all these things because it's like here, say here, say today we hear this one there, tomorrow we hear that one there. And then like the next day we forget about it and we don't take it into our like minds and stuff like that. And then years later we hear it again. We'll be like, oh yeah, I heard this before. Anyways, let's keep it moving. And that way we are really losing a lot. We forget <laughs> it. So forget. I think they should, ah, yeah, please. So be. Be. Mr. I don't even know if I, if I said it the right <laughs> way though. Please. So let us start thinking as something. Minister of is it agri- no, agriculture? Minister of Culture. Hey, Culture. Oh, 
Minister of Culture. <laughs> I beg you, please. So as you guys did the year of return, let's start. Maybe there are maybe there are places like that, like that already. So please, guys. It can be that they are planning for it. Guys, if there's anything like that, you already know. Let, let us know so we can share it with the rest of the people that maybe might not know. I think with this culture and language topic, we will get deeper into it as time goes on. Because if you say we will dwell on this, because me, I have the fire yeah, that is course. burning now that I want to speak. <laughs> it will take us like 30 hours. So let's leave it for that. We'll, we'll get back to that one. Yeah, let me, let me, mm-hmm. let me add one small mm-hmm. thing to it. Do you remember that when you were going to school in Ghana, you had to stop school? Uh, on Friday at 12 o'clock. Do you know why you, should, you had to stop? To be honest, me, I don't remember. <laughs> ah, okay. That will be a different topic for a different day. Hey, really? You just let, you're just letting us hang in like that. It's okay. Exactly. It, it, it's good. It's good. Let us hang in there. Maybe you can even go and Google it ourselves or ask our grandparents about it. I don't know. <laughs> it's good that you're letting us hang in there. So it's a stick in our head. Thank you for listening to the Afri Talk podcast. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with everyone you know. For more amazing stories, stay connected by following me on all social media platforms. Find me on Instagram at AfriTalk underscore pod, on Twitter at AfriTalkPod and on Facebook, AfriTalk Podcast. Or you can send me an email at AfriTalkP at gmail.com. AfriTalkP at gmail.com.